Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. Welcome to Accelerate, the official podcast of the Ignite Prophetic Network. I hope this audio equips and inspires you to move deeper into the prophetic with greater accuracy and greater passion. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at GlobalPropheticCenter.com. Jennifer LeClaire here. You can see in the spirit. I want to invite you to take the Seer Activation Challenge. 30 days to clearer spiritual sight. I'm going to be on board doing Seer Activations with you, guiding you through biblical entryways and much, much more. You can opt to take the Seer Activation Challenge at tinyurl.com slash seeractivation tinyurl.com slash seeractivation. You can also opt to get these three books, Seer Dimensions. You can get Power Seers. This just came out. Keys to Upgrading Your Prophetic Vision. And you can get Seer Activations with 101 Seer Activations and a whole lot more teaching. I want to challenge you to see what you've never seen before. God wants you to be able to see in the Spirit. Open your eyes to the Seer Dimensions in Jesus' name. Hey guys, Jennifer LeClaire here, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer, House of Prayer Church Equipping Center in South Florida. I'm the founder of the Ignite Apostolic Prophetic Network and of course, author of the brand new book, Becoming a Next Level Prophet. You hit number one on Amazon and it's still there. Sean Bolts wrote the forward. I'm teaching you today about some ways not to get to the next level. You know, Jonah was a prophet. Everybody knows Jonah. Even in the unbelievers camp, even in the secular world, people know about Jonah and the whale. Everybody knows Jonah. Jonah, however, is not famous. He's infamous. Jonah is known as one who uh, had bad attitudes, uh, distempered. Uh, The Lord had to stop using him. The Lord could not get him to yield, to bend. 
to his will. And so therefore he was no longer uh, the kind of asset and a prophet that God needs, that the purity, the, the integrity, the, the willingness to, to do the hard assignments, the willingness to suffer. And so I want to talk today about five traits of Jonah prophets, five traits. I've got 10 of them here. We're going to talk about five of them today. I want you to really see this and I want to challenge you, you're a prophetic person. If you've got the Holy Spirit, then you are prophetic. So if you're a prophetic person, you know what? Any of us can fall into these kinds of traps. Any believer can fall into these kinds of traps. It's especially uh, disconcerting. It, it, it's especially an affront to the Lord when a prophet who's supposed to be the mouthpiece of God, supposed to deliver messages from God, has these traits okay and understand this before i get into the to these five i'm going to share today understand this you know none of us are perfect we're all a work in progress come on hashtag work in progress work in progress we're all being changed conformed into the image of christ it doesn't come easy it doesn't come cheap and it's sometimes ugly in the conforming process. So many people are being, many even believers are being conformed to the world. Many prophets, hear me now, many prophets, can I say something controversial? Many prophets have been and are being conformed to the world. I think that's one of the first steps to false prophethood. We are not to be conformed to the world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind so that we know what the will of the Lord is and that we have the faith, the trust, to do the will of the Lord. Now, what I'm teaching you today is not in this book. I'm giving you bonus, bonus teaching, but it goes in line with this book, Becoming a Next Level Prophet, An Invitation to Increase Your Gift. This is the sequel to The Making of a Prophet. This came after, I actually wrote this book just shortly after I wrote The Making of a Prophet, but the Lord said it wasn't time for it to get out there yet. And I started about a year ago trying to get it out here uh, because, you know, if, if God makes you, you go through the making process, what's next? Are you finished? No, I don't believe the making process ever really, really, really ends. I just think you begin to go from level to level, from glory to glory, from faith to faith, from strength to strength, right? And so uh, this is not in the book. This is bonus teaching for you. Get the book on Amazon uh, or on my website. Let's get into this teaching, can we? All right, five traits of Jonah prophets. You're gonna like this. I'm gonna give you scripture. It's in the Bible, okay? Here we go. Number one, number one, number one, number one, number one, number one. Now these are not listed in order of importance. They're listed in the order in which he manifested them, okay? If you read the book of Jonah, these traits are listed in the order in which he manifested them. So is there something more to that? Is there something prophetic to that? Uh, you tell me, okay, let's all pray into that. Sometimes uh, the Lord orders things in a certain way to show us something. Other times, you know, maybe this is just random, but these are five things right here. Number one, Jonah prophets. What, what do I mean by Jonah prophet? A prophet who acts like Jonah, a prophet that has the, the characteristics or the, the traits, the, the, the same spirit as not, I'm not saying there's a Jonah spirit, but the same spirit as Jonah, the same mode of operations, the same character. Number one, Jonah prophets don't have an intimate knowledge of God. Oh, I just stepped on a big topic there. Jonah prophets do not have an intimate knowledge of God. They may know the Bible, but do they know the God of the Bible? Have they studied, like David, the emotions of God? Do they really, really, really know him? Do they know him, really intimately know him? You know, I can 
in the age of Facebook, you know, I've got what 5,000 friends on Facebook and over 400,000 on the, the, the page that I broadcast to. I don't have 5,000 friends. These are just people that are connected with me. I don't know them. I'm not intimate with them. I couldn't tell you their names of their family. I couldn't tell you how, what color their hair really is. I couldn't tell you any of that because I don't have an intimate knowledge of them. Therefore, I am lacking uh, certain uh, dynamics of relationship. Let me see. The Jonah prophets don't have an intimate knowledge of God. Jonah chapter 1 verse 3. I'm going to read you from the Bible. But Jonah got up. Now this is the Lord told Jonah, get up, go to Nineveh. Get up, go to Nineveh. Get up, go to Nineveh. You're, you're going to bring a message. Tell them if they don't repent, judgment is going to fall. But immediately, immediately, Jonah, God said, spoke to him in, in, in Jonah chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. And in chapter 3, I mean, listen, there was no deliberation. Jonah didn't sit and pray about it. Jonah didn't think about it. Jonah didn't write a list of pros and a list of cons. Immediately, the very next verse. But Jonah got up. So he got that part right. God said, get up. Jonah got up and went in the opposite direction to get away from the Lord. Give me a break. He went down to the port of Joppa where he found a ship leaving for Tarshish. He bought a ticket and went on board, hoping to escape from the Lord by sailing to Tarshish. What kind of silly, silly prophet thinks they could ever get away from the Lord? What kind of prophet would want to get away from the Lord? Listen to this. He got up and went in the opposite direction to get away from the Lord. He bought a ticket. He was willing to pay a price to get away from the Lord. Come on now. This is the trait of a Jonah prophet. They'll do anything to get out of what the Lord's calling them to do because they don't like it. They don't agree with it. They're uncomfortable. It's too hard. They'll suffer too much. And so they try to get out of the presence of the Lord. One translation says that Jonah went away from the presence of the Lord. And that's ridiculous. David said, where can I go where you would not be? If I go on down into Sheol, you'll be there. David understood because David had an intimate relation with God. David, the prophet, priest, and king had an intimate relationship with God. David understood that there was nowhere that he could go where God was not there. He understood that God is omnipresent. God is omnipresent. Jonah got up to flee from the presence of the Lord. Intimacy is critical. Listen, if you're a prophet and all you do is war, then you're missing half of your mantle. Whoa. If you are a prophet... And you are missing intimacy. You're missing half. You're walking around with half a mantle. Because you, you war, 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 war. But David did both. David was a worshiping warrior. He worshiped and then he warred. He warred and then he worshiped. And Jonah, it doesn't, you know, Jonah, no intimacy. I don't see any, read the whole book of Jonah. I've read, I've read it so many times. I don't see any at all evidence that Jonah had a very intimate relationship with the Lord. If he did, he wouldn't have ran from him. It wasn't as if he was in danger. It wasn't as if the Lord, I mean, it wasn't, come on. Let's go on to number two. Number two, Jonah prophets don't comprehend the mercy of God. Jonah prophets do not comprehend the mercy of God. See, God wanted to show mercy to Nineveh. He wanted them to repent so he wouldn't have to destroy the city. And Jonah got mad about it. He, he wanted the judgment of God to fall. He, he didn't like the Ninevites. They were uh, not uh, close companions and friends of Israel. He did not want Nineveh to see the light of day. He wanted that place to go up in, in, in brimstone, fire and brimstone like Sodom and Gomorrah. He was against it. He was standing against the will of the Lord. He was merciless. True prophets have a mercy gift. Jonah prophets don't have 
any comprehension of the mercy of God. They just don't get it. It doesn't make sense to them. That's why we see all these doom and gloom prophets everywhere pronouncing judgment on whatever city or nation that just might make headlines that week. Oh boy, I better stop. Look, Moses was a prophet and Moses was merciful. Moses was a prophet and one time the Israelites really grieved the Lord and the Lord said I'm going to wipe them all off the face of the earth and start over with you and you will populate the earth you'll be the new Adam and Moses could have said yeah that's pretty good these people drive me crazy too these these Israelites man they keep me up from sun up to sundown having to judge all their petty arguments and they're stiff-necked and stubborn and no Moses didn't do that Moses said Lord be it far from you Blot my name out of your book of life if you're going to do this. He made intercession. See, if Jonah had a mercy mindset, he would have made intercession. Abraham was a prophet, and when Sodom and Gomorrah was going to go up in smoke, what did he do? Burn it, Lord, burn it. No, he said, Lord, if there, if there be 50, will you burn the whole city for, for 50? If there be 40, if there be 30, if there be 20, if there be 10? And so Abraham was merciful. He was a prophet and he was merciful. True prophets have a mercy gift. Are you following me? Number three. Jonah prophets are judgment oriented. Jonah chapter one, verse 12. Listen to this. It's not just judgment against others. Their whole mindset is judgment. Listen. Jonah chapter one, verse 12. Pick me up and throw me into the sea, he replied. This was after the, the ship began to have a tumultuous, uh, you know, started rocking and breaking apart. And they were, they were afraid they were going to sink. And they didn't know what was going on. And Jonah said, pick me up and throw me into the sea. And it will become calm. I know that it is my fault and that this great storm has come upon you. See, not only was Jonah judgment-minded toward other people, he was judgment-minded toward himself. He was, he was going was to receive judgment. You might say, well, he was taking responsibility. I don't think that he was taking responsibility. I think that he was just, he's just got judgment minded. He was just judgment minded. He was just judgment. That was his lens that he looked through was judgment. God is a judge. God is a judge. Now, why he would ever try to run away from the, from the presence of the Lord, knowing that God is a judge. I don't know. And it, 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 something was wrong in his mind because he was showing God was wanting to show Nineveh mercy but he didn't think God would show him mercy. Not in that moment. He said, just throw me over. Just, just, I'll just drown in the sea. I'll just be gone. The sailors actually showed more mercy than he did because they, they didn't want to throw him over until it got so bad that they finally did throw him over. And you know, what I've noticed is a lot of times unbelievers, people who are not yet saved, they have more mercy than people in the church. Can I say that again? Many times unbelievers, people who are not yet saved, have more mercy. They demonstrate more mercy than people in the church. Beloved, these things ought not be so, but they are. Mercy, 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 mercy. Number four, Jonah prophets honor, I hope you're enjoying this teaching. It's not from the book. This is not in here. So soak it up and go watch it again. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Leclerc so you get the replay. This is not in the book. There's lots of other stuff in the book, but this is not. I came on here today to, to bless you with this teaching. Number four, Jonah prophets honor the Lord with their lips, but their hearts are far from him. So they're yes men. They'll, they'll say the right thing, but they don't do the right thing. Their heart's not in it. Jonah 1 verse 9. He answered, I am a Hebrew. Listen, they said, who are you? He said, I'm a Hebrew and I worship the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry. He, he, said, well, he said, he did what now? 
He is a Hebrew, okay. He worships the Lord, does he? Is Jonah really worshiping the Lord? Is, is, is it worshiping the Lord to rebel? Is it worshiping the Lord to, to run away from his presence? Is it worshiping the Lord to, to disobey his order? Is, it, is that worship? Is that, is that, I'm sorry, I'm confused. When I worship the Lord, I worship the Lord and the God of heaven who made the sea and the dry land. See, Jesus said, these people honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. He was speaking about the religious Pharisees. I think Jonah had a little religious spirit, you know, just a little tiny bit there. Uh, you know, I think that he had this religious mindset. Where he received it, I do not know. Let's wrap this up. Jonah prophets are stubborn. 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 You know, there's a, a country uh, sort of... A, an old wives tale or whatever they say they say you know kids i lived in alabama for a short period of time 13 months was longer um than i anticipated and this old man lived across the way would come visit sit on the porch drink tea and he would show me this one kid this one kid in the neighborhood he always had these certain beads of sweat right on his forehead he said that's a stubborn boy he said those those beads of sweat on that forehead that means somebody's stubborn i don't know if it's true but certainly Jonah, if it is, you know, he had a whole forehead full of beads of sweat because he was stubborn. I hope that you're not stubborn. There's a few things worse than a stubborn prophet. What does stubborn mean? Let's, let's, look, let's just look at the definition. Stubborn means unreasonably or perversely unyielding. What did I say? Unreasonably or what? Perversely unyielding. Perversely. When a, when, a, when a prophet is stubborn, it's perverse in the eyes of God. Oh, well, you're not having sex with anybody out of marriage. It's perversion. It's perversion. Mulish. It means performed or... I don't want to be around no perverse prophets. I don't want no perverse prophets prophesying over me with their prophylies. Coming out of stubbornness and who knows what else. Not coming out of mercy. Stubborn also means performed or carried on in an unyielding, obstinate, or persistent manner. Difficult to handle, manage, or treat. See, Jeremiah said, let us go down to the potter's house that we can uh, learn to hear the voice of the Lord. And, and he saw the potter making a vessel, and the, the, the vessel resisted, and it was marred in the hand of the potter. In other words, in other words the, the potter just went, and just started over making another vessel. And it missed its highest and best use. Prophets, you can miss your highest and best call if you do not yield to the Lord. You have to yield to him. You know, and here's the thing. It's sad, but we never read about Jonah again. The last thing we see about Jonah is he's sitting under a broom tree wishing he was dead. Now, not so of Elijah. Elijah also sat under a tree and wished he was dead, but Elijah repented. And the Bible recorded Elijah's repentance. Not so with Jonah. Jonah sat on a broom tree, wished he was dead. That was the end of the story. And we never saw him mentioned in scripture ever, ever again, except Jesus said, the only sign you're going to get is the sign of Jonah, which was a symbol of the resurrection. He was taken up by the belly, taken up into the belly of the whale and then spit out three days later. That's the only other mention of him in scripture. If you want prophets, listen, prophetic people, if you want your ministry to last, if you want to get to the next level, you're going to have to do things God's way. I want to pray for you in just a minute. I want to tell you about this book just quickly. And I'm going to give you a really special discount code. So bear with me one minute because you're going to get a discount code. You understand? I'm going to give you the discount code, but I want to know what you're getting a discount to. And by the way, if you're in South Florida, you need to come to the Awakening House of Prayer. That is my church. 
house of prayer, church, equipping center. We're doing so much equipping training, healing rooms, prophecy rooms. We're doing so, 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 so much. Not a week goes by where you don't have a visitor from out of the country or out of the state or, you know, four or five hours driving distance. People are coming from all over. If you live in South Florida, you ought to come visit us. We have two services, awakeninghouseofprayer.com. On Sunday, two services. Get out there if you can. This book here, Becoming a Next Level Prophet, it is the sequel to The Making of a Prophet. I don't go anywhere in the world where I don't see somebody carrying this around, tattered, want me to sign it, tear-stained. Sean Boltz wrote the foreword. Bishop Bill Hammond uh, wrote an endorsement. So did James Gall and uh, Chris Vallotton from Bethel. And it's, it's really maturing in your prophetic anointing. How do you get to the next level? Uh, if, you, if you know you're calling as a prophet of the living God, then you probably know many of the challenges that come with the gift. Prophets are not made at an instant. The inner strength and vital character you need to come you need come only through a making process and growing in the ways of God. This book will encourage you to sharpen your prophetic edge. There are specific ways for you to mature in your anointing and to steward the gifts in which God has entrusted you, enabling you to point out people, point more people to Jesus. A spiritual warfare increases and the world is desperate for the clear voice of God. It's crucial that his prophets rise up in power and maturity, accept the challenge to grow into all that God has you to be. Listen, you got if you're a prophetic person, you got to get a copy of this book. You can't be a prophet if you haven't read this book. I'm teasing you. The Making of a Prophet, this is the sequel. And I also have a webinar coming up on Saturday. And in the webinar, I'm going to, I'm going to teach some of what's in the book, but I'm going to say a whole lot of things that aren't in the book. So the book will have a lot more than the webinar, and the webinar will have a lot more of the book. People say, well, do I have to read the book first? No, you don't have time. You just order the book on Amazon or get it on my website and, uh, and then or get on the webinar. In the webinar, you'll be able to ask questions live. Okay, so if you take the webinar live, you would ask questions live. If not, you can you can watch it later and, and glean from all of the other students' questions. If you want to get in on the webinar, go to nextlevelprophetic.com. Nextlevelprophetic.com. It's also on schoolofthespirit.tv. Nextlevelprophetic.com. And you're going to want to use the code nextlevel30. And I wasn't giving this code out widely. I was just giving it to former students. Uh, but I feel so strongly that everybody needs to take this lesson because this is going to grow you up. This is not flashy, you know, how to, how, to, how to see angels everywhere they are. You know, come on. If you don't have the character to take to keep you where your anointing takes you, you shouldn't want to go there. And so there's a lot here, a lot of mindsets that, that, that hinder you. You know, they're, they're, I, I talk about the pitfalls and, and also the, the things that you really need to do. And so I want you to get the book. It's on Amazon. It's number one. Yay, God. Amen, number one. And then go get the webinar as well. The discount code will expire pretty quickly. So if you're going to go do it, going to go use it, go do it now. Amen. God is good. Now let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for the anointing of the Spirit of God. I ask you, Lord, to help us to get to our next level. Lord, help us to be willing to do what it takes, to lay aside the childish things, to, to take a chunk of our flesh and crucify it if we have to. In Jesus' name. Lord, we want to be more accurate in our prophetic. We want to be stronger in you and in the power of your might. Help us, Lord, to do that. Teach us your way. Show us your paths. Show us your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Listen, I'll be back with you tomorrow morning on the 6 a.m. broadcast right here on this page. Check it out. Love you guys. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you want more information on Ignite, including the Company of Seers, the Lighthouses, the Company of Scribes, and everything we have to offer, visit ignitenow.org. That's ignitenow.org.
have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.